You are listening to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Elvis, the Sheer, where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Elvis per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Sorry about the major lapse due to Hanukkah and different things going on. Didn't get much of the recordings this week. At least today, hopefully, we'll get it out. Rabbi Kiva Omer here in Gimel, Yud Gimel, Perik. Gimel Mishnah Yud Gimel Chapter Three Paragraph Thirteen here on Season Six of the TTPA with the Mishnah elucidated the wonderful translation and commentary. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Sechok v'Kalos Rosh Margilin Erva Masora Siag LeTorah Measra Siag LeOsher Nedarim Siag LePrishas Siag LeChachmashdika. Very very famous. Rabbi Kiva says, joking and being frivolous lead to immorality. The sin of immoral relations is different from most other sins in that it can only be done with two people. She never know from such things. Normally, a person's natural sense of shame would prevent him from asking someone else to join him in sin. But when there's joking going around and people are frivolous and people are too familiar, there's less shame towards one another. And unfortunately, it can lead to extra sin, as Teferis Israel points out. The teaching implies that avoidance of joking and frivolity will protect a person from immorality. Rabbi Kiva continues by listing other things that provide protection. As Rabbi Yona points out, he calls them fences because they protect things like a fence protects a field. The tradition that records the spelling of words in the Torah is a fence for the Torah because the Torah's meaning sometimes learned from the spelling of its words. The exact spelling of the words in the Torah was received at Har Sinai and passed down through the generations. Since laws and details of some mitzvahs are derived from how the words are spelled, knowledge of the spelling protects and supports the true intention of the Torah, Ralph points out. Different explanation, because the spelling of the words in the Torah has been recorded strictly and accurately over the generations. The texts of all Torah scrolls are the same, with just a few exceptions. This is in contrast to the Talmud, whose spelling is not based on a precise tradition. Thus, there are many places in which books of the Talmud have different texts, as Rabbi Yonah points out. Giving tithes is a fence for wealth, because no one who gives tithes becomes wealthy. The Torah states, Aser to Aser which interprets in Tanis 9a as Aser Bishfil Shatit Asher, tithes so that Yeshu would become rich. Although the verse refers to giving tithes, Trumas and Marsus, the one is obligated separate from Prudus of Israel, the same teaching applies to giving charity. The more charity one gives, the richer one becomes. Giving tithes is offense for wealth because one who gives tithes becomes wealthy. Excuse me. That's the only place Hashem says you could test me. And he talks about in Hashem, give your tzedakah and see if I won't open the heavens and the Shamayim to give you and rain down blessing for you. So give that charity because Hashem will get you back. Vows are offense for abstinence because a person who wants to abstain from a certain pleasure will find it easier to do so if he vows not to engage in that pleasure. The Mishnah speaks of someone who wants to stop indulging in a permitted pleasure in order to protect himself from sin. For example, not having wine so that he will not become drunk and commit averos. If he finds the permitted pleasure hard to avoid, he should make a vow not to do it. He thus makes the activity prohibited to himself because breaking a vow is a biblical sin. Avoiding a real sin is either easier than avoiding that which is permitted, as Rav Muganovus points out. Normally, making a vow is wrong. It is allowed only for the purpose described here, as Muganovus points out. An offense for wisdom is silence because the silence is the sign of a wise person. This teaching is different from the previous ones because silence does not protect wisdom. Rather, silence is a sign of wisdom because wise people tend to be silent and refrain from worthless conversation. Thus, a person who avoids idle conversation has the characteristic of a wise person, as King Shlomo wrote in Mishle. Even the fool is considered wise when he is silent, as Rav Rabbeinu Bachya points out. A different explanation. There are situations in which silence does indeed protect wisdom because a student who is listening to his teacher will learn more if he remains silent until the teacher has finished. Should he interrupt the teacher, he might not hear everything the teacher says, as Rabiniona points out. So remember, you have that fence for Torah. You have that fence. Don't be frivolous. Don't have lightheadedness. It'll help you avoid sins and understand the Masaurus and the, the wonderful teachings of the rabbis will protect the Torah. Giving Meister, giving tzedakah really helps to become wealthy. 
Don't hold me to that, but that's what Hashem says. And Nedarim will help to avoid sin and offense for wisdom is silence. A silence is a wonderful thing to be a part of. Join us next time as we talk about the idea of how beloved man is in the image of God, especially here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.